Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Tell Your Story. I'm your host, Todd Nesloni, and each week I look to bring you a different guest who has encouraged, inspired, or challenged me in one way or another and bring them on to share some of their story in hopes that it inspires you to tell some of yours. I'm thrilled for my special guest this week. I've got Debbie all with me. Debbie, thank you so much for being here. Tell everybody who you are. Thanks so much for having me. I'm Debbie Tannenbaum. I'm an elementary school tech coach in Northern Virginia, and I'm a blogger, and I'm soon, depending on when this episode comes out, going to be an author. So really That's exciting right. stuff going on. Hey, regardless of when this out, you are an author. You start using those words today. Well, Debbie, I'm so thrilled to kind of talk with you about some things. And so I always start with the same first question every time, though. And that is, you know, as kids, we dream of what we're going to be when we grow up. So when you think back on your childhood, were you dreaming at all about what you're doing now? In a way, yes. And in a way, no. From the age of eight, I remember wanting to be a teacher and I was, would play with my dolls with the Raggedy Ann chalkboard and all of that. Um, but I didn't imagine that I was going to be a technology specialist. I now didn't imagine being a blogger or an author. So I'm still working with kids in the elementary setting. So that definitely is the same. But I'm doing things now that I didn't dream were possible growing up. You know, I'd love to kind of hear about that journey into being a technology specialist. When did you realize that that was kind of where you were supposed to be at this time? Well, I had, when I found, figured out about technology in my first year of teaching, that it was like this magical thing. And I got my master's, but it really wasn't. This is my third year in this position. And honestly, somebody I worked with was like, you'd be really good at this role. You should do it. And she was a specialist in my school and she encouraged me. And it's like all the pieces went together. It was the same time I discovered Twitter. So, you know, sometimes you have a whole bunch of, com you know, events that happen at once that kind of spur something else. I love that so much. Well, you know, what I often find is when people aren't in a particular role, they have misconceptions and assumptions about what that role does. What do you feel like is a misconception about your job? Um, that I know how to solve every computer problem. <laughs> I can totally relate to that. So people don't always understand because, you know, I say I'm an elementary school tech coach. My position is a school-based technology specialist. So people automatically assume that I know how to fix everything. And really my role in its essence is more of an integration role. You know, it's so funny role. because I've gone by Tech Ninja Todd forever on social media and people always think like, I know all this stuff. And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> like if your computer doesn't work, my comeback to you will be, did you unplug it? like restart it. I don't know. Like I can find you some tech tools and help you integrate it. But as far as fixing a computer, that is not my specialty. So I love that you shared that. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely something I'm getting better at, but it's, you know, I love um, experience as a student in school. What kind of student were you? I was a goody two shoe student. <laughs> uh, I didn't do anything wrong. I I, I was I, I was the student who, you know, everybody wished they could have in their class. I was really shy, which I'm not really anymore. <laughs> um, so very different I than I am now. Well, I love that you that you kind of grow into somebody who wasn't exactly what you were like when you were younger. And, you know, you mentioned at the beginning of this episode, though, that you've got a book either out or coming out, depending on when this episode drops. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that book. Like, 
what was the experience like writing it? How did it come upon your heart that that wanted to be, what was what you wanted to be out there? Tell me about it. So it really kind of came from a dare in a way. I was doing a chat on Twitter for Lead Lab and um, Jay Billy said, what do you want to do if you could do anything? And I wrote, write a book and he goes, go do it. And then he ended up writing an endorsement for my book, which is kind of cool. Um, but I started writing. I had been blogging for a little over, little over a year at that point and um, kept working at it, took a little bit of a break during the pandemic because things were crazy as a tech coach. And then in December, um, my publisher, Darren, was like, put out a tweet saying, anyone have a story they want to share? And I'm like, sure, why not? And I contacted him. And at that point, my book was only about half finished. And we met, I sent him the manuscript and he, a few days later, sent me a contract. And I was like, really? And a month later, the book was done. I got just so inspired and so pumped up. And I love it. It just kind of happened. It's kind of weird. So, but so really tell cool. me about it. If, if you were to pitch it to everybody listening or watching right now, tell me what it's about. Um, it's really about how technology gives us opportunities, one, as students to learn. And I talk a lot about ways that students can use that technology to empower and give them opportunities, really talking about that student agency piece. How can we use technology with our kids in a meaningful way? And then it also talks about how teachers, educators can use technology to give them opportunities. I think this past year is a great example of that. Think about all the PD that's been offered for educators and it's right there for you to get it if you want it. Um, so it's been, it's, it, it's told in my story. So I start by talking about teaching behind closed doors and then I share how I discovered technology. But in the last part, I'm talking about how I started sharing my voice and really trying to reach beyond expectations and you know, all of those opportunities. So it really gives, it starts off with the kids, but it also then halfway through goes in and really addresses teachers and how they can use technology because that's not something that teachers always know how to do. Oh, those are my favorite kind of books and I cannot wait to read it. Okay, so what is the title of the book? So the title is Transform Techie Notes to Make Learning Sticky and Transform I is an acronym. I love it. Well, okay, so Debbie, you know, I, I've written a couple of books and I found that with each one, there were different idiosyncrasies. There were different difficult moments for me. What, what do you find was the most difficult moment for you in writing this book? I think the most difficult moment was writing the first chapter because in the first chapter, I'm really vulnerable and I really share my journey was not a, like perfect teaching. Like there were times where things weren't so great. And I, I had to make that choice that I was going to write that in. I didn't want it. This isn't a book about what, you know, it's you think it should be, but real teaching can be hard, but yet real teaching was hard. But, you know, I found that when I found my PLN, I became a much better educator. And so if you're doing it alone, it's really makes it much harder on you. And I really, so writing that was hard, but it was also therapeutic. You know, I, you, you hit the nail on the head with that, but I, I want to branch off of that. And, you know, something I talk about in many of these episodes is, you know, especially those of us when we choose to connect out online, or if you're going to write a book and put yourself out there like that, we can very easily begin to doubt our gifts and begin mm -hmm. to compare ourselves to others and, oh, they're doing so much more than me, or am I the person that's supposed to be speaking about this? What do you do to keep doubt at bay? Well, I think it started with me just trying to challenge myself more. Um, and then this past um, year, I participated in um, a course with Lindsay Titus. 
And I've really grown a lot through that course. And really, she talks about fear being your sidekick. But I really realize that when I'm I have fear or I'm nervous or I have that imposter syndrome, it's the sign that I'm going to a next level and that I'm just continuing to evolve myself. And so I've now it's kind of like, oh, wow, I'm doing something I've never done before. That's really cool. This is the first time I've done it. I'm going to do it better than that the next time. So might as well just go and get it done. And so I've really kind of just embraced that. Let's just, you know, get past that fear, see what's on the other end. And it's really been phenomenal. I love that. Now, one of the things that was the hardest for me too was cover design and giving feedback and figuring out my cover. What did you find that challenging as well? We're still working on that. <laughs> I keep saying that like, I like it, but like, I want to fall in love with my cover and I'm not, uh, you know, we'll see. I'm sure when it, it comes out, it's going to be something I totally love. Um, I, think I love what's inside. Yeah. And I think like, I, I remember kids deserve it and designing that cover. And I know the editor cover editor hated me because <laughs> I think we went through like 60 or 70 edits. And I was like, I needed a centimeter up. I need to turn this a little more. I want this color a little bit darker. I was like, I have to love it because it's going to be like this forever. Exactly. So I can totally relate to that, Debbie. Well, you know, when you think about people who've really impacted you on your journey, who's somebody that comes to mind and why? Well, there's so many people. I, I don't even know if I could pick one. Can I pick a group? The Teach Better team has been a phenomenal influence. Um, I'm a Teach Better ambassador and blogger. And in the last year and a half, my experiences with that group have changed everything. I mean, I get the privilege of doing the Teach Better Mas Admin Mastermind with thought leaders. I'm, like I said, I'm an ambassador. I have learned so much and grown so much from being part of that family and I'm just thankful for it every day. You know, one of my good buddies, Joshua Stamper is part of that too. And he just rants and raves about how much of a fantastic group it is. So I love hearing you share that as well. And so for those who don't know, give them a very brief overview of teach better. So teach better's I guess motto or um, is that you want to teach better today than you did yesterday and better tomorrow than you did today. And they've just, they just do so much to help teachers and it's not, you know, it's not, oh, you have to pay for all these things, but like, there's just so many resources out there and they're just the nicest, the, the people who are in, who are, who are part of it are just the nicest people ever. And they've created a community that really supports educators, no matter if you're in a school where not everyone's on social media and they're not connected, you have a place where you can connect and it's available for you in multiple different ways. I love it. Well, Debbie, as we wrap this conversation up, there's always one question that I love to end on. And that is if somebody's listening or watching today and they only walk away with one thing, what is your one thing for them? I think my one thing is that you don't have to teach behind a closed door. There are so many resources. If you're not a Twitter person, there are Facebook groups. If you're not a Facebook or Twitter person, there's Instagram. There's so many things, Clubhouse. There's so many ways that you can connect and you should have that opportunity because we're so lucky to teach in a day and age where we have those opportunities. I love it. That is the perfect way to end this. Well, go pick up Debbie's book. I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. And I'm so thankful for you coming and joining me today, Debbie. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you, everybody, for listening or watching another episode of Tell Your Story. Remember, you can check out all the past episodes on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, wherever you get your stuff. It's there. 
I hope today's conversation with Debbie has encouraged you to get out there and 